Welcome back into Behind the Bench with Carter Eckle. This is episode seven, first episode of 2022. I am your host, Carter E, and uh, we got a packed show for you tonight. We are taping this Tuesday night, should be out Wednesday morning. I do like to keep people on, uh, I guess, an even key with podcasts, because sometimes you never know when they're, when they're taping them. But anyways... Episode 7 here, first episode of 2022. We got a ton of basketball, especially with games that finished up tonight. Damani and Carson both played tonight in Carson. Douglas got two wins at McQueen on the boys and girls side there. We'll get to those in a second. Uh, First, just want to say back from vacation, Jeff, I hope you had a happy holiday break. Uh, I don't tweet this out very often. I probably should, so people have an idea. But when I go on vacation, I tend to just, like, leave Twitter alone, try to... uh, get some sanity back by not looking at the internet. So that's why my Twitter account tends to go pretty dark. It's usually when I'm out of town, but how were your holidays, Jeff? They were good. You did go dark completely. Yes. Very dark. Uh, it happens, but there's your refreshing. There's your heads up, I guess that, uh, that's why I was not on Twitter for roughly 10 days there. So, but anyways, we'll hop right into it for episode seven, Damani and Carson girls basketball. We're going to start things off there. 40 to 27 win for Damani ranch. They jumped out to a 14, nothing lead right out of the gate. Something that the senators have kind of struggled with a little bit, getting behind the eight ball early. However, I mean, if you want to look at it this way, Carson outscored them 27, 26, the rest of the way Uh, they hung with them very much. So for the next, for the final 28 minutes of, of those 32, uh, Alana, Elena Godinez had nine points. She had all six of Carson's points in the first quarter. Lauren Finnery added eight of her own at one point in the third quarter. Senators had cut it to seven. It was 26, 19 looked like they might be able to get in it. And from there, the Mustangs just kind of held them, held them at bay. And, uh, once it got back to double digits, it was it was all she wrote there. So forty to twenty seven final that drops the Senators to one and eight and now zero and five in league play. But they fought. They showed showed some toughness, especially when you go down fourteen nothing. Very easy for a, a young team and a team with not a ton of experience to just kind of hang their heads after going down early in another another league game. But they they bounce back and will check in with uh, head coach Todd Ackerman here in a second. But he had he had some very complimentary things to say about the girls as well. They. Played well on defense. I mean, holding any team to 40 points is a, is a recipe to potentially get get that first W in league play. But uh, now real quickly, we'll turn it over to my interview with, with Todd Ackerman postgame about what he thinks of the, the team's play this through this game and what they need to do here moving forward. You know, you guys go down 14 nothing early, but then are able to battle back to make it a you know seven-point game in the third quarter. I guess what did you kind of see from, from that start to where you guys got, I think, to 26-19 that you think was kind of working well for you guys? You know, we it, when we decide to run our our offense, we, we can get real good shots, and um, and then you know we found Elena in the middle, and I think she had uh, six or eight of our points, mm-hmm. and she did a good job of catching the ball, turning and going to the to the basket, um, and, and it just comes down to we just maybe probably it got to a point where we found some patience. Uh, felt a little bit better about ourselves, and, and we got some buckets to go. You know, that's been our, our our Achilles right now is just getting out of the blocks, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we've been so slow and just not having that uh, getting buckets and staying with people. Of all the Tamani players, I believe it was number twenty-one ended up with like twenty-four points, so she did most of the damage there. Was there any, I guess, uh, plan going into that game to see her? Or was it just kind of she got the hot hand, and you guys kind of figured it out after that? No, we you know we knew. 
we wanted to keep the ball out of her hand, and we didn't do a very good job of it, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, she's, she's a uh, – they run a lot of things for her. She's mm-hmm. a crafty little player. Um, she, she's, she's quicker than what you think. And, uh, and, and somehow she gets the shots up, and you give her a little bit of space, and, and she shoots it, and she's a very good shooter. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Lauren Finnerty had, I believe, six points there, and obviously a couple layups could have, could have helped out, I'm sure, there as well. But what did you kind of see from her tonight that you liked? She, she's long, and, and she, she can handle the ball. She does some good things, and, and it's just getting some of them to take the easy shot and not always take this hard shot mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, when you catch it, turn, look, and, sh- and that's sometimes the easier shot than putting it on the floor. And, and so, and she can do that. Um, and, and so, I mean, she, she gets her hands on a lot of things, um, and, and she's very active, and she's got to be very active. You know, as a group, I thought we played a lot better than we have. We played a lot harder, and, um, you know, I think we're getting a little bit better. It's just uh, we're still struggling to try to put the ball in the basket. Anything else you want to add while I got you? No. I mean, I, I mean it, it was, I thought they, they played hard. Um, and we just got to come with that effort and try to find a little bit more effort uh, on Thursday. Awesome. Thanks, Todd. The Carson girls are back in action Thursday against Reed at home once again in Carson. Reed beat Reno tonight 52-40. to 40. Excuse me, Reno beat Reed 52-40. to 40. My apologies there. Over to the Carson boys who lit one slip away in a 58-51 loss to Damani Ranch. Carson had a nine-point lead, 36-27 at the half, but just got cold from the floor in the second half. They only hit four buckets over the course of the second half, scored just 15 points in falling, 58-51. Parsa Hajigasmi had 19 for the Senators. Brandon Sunshine Gronke had 14, and Justin Moore had nine. We will actually talk with Justin Moore here in just a little bit, along with head coach Jordan Glover. But a game where Carson came out and looked really good in the first half. They were doing everything that they wanted to do really offensively. Anytime Damani Ranch went down and hit a shot on the other end, Carson was able to answer back without any issues or a turnover would be, they would force another turnover and get it right back. Just a, a, a good, really solid first half for the Senators. And then things started just sway a little bit the other direction. There in the third quarter, by the end of the third quarter, I believe Carson's lead had been cut to four. And from that point on, it was pretty much all Damani Ranch. Not really a lot of buckets for either team in the second half. A lot of free throws. Uh, Senators got in foul trouble, lost a, lost a couple players, either you know with less minutes on the bench or by fouling out, which, uh, which will hurt you, especially with a team that's not super deep like the Senators are at the moment. But a tough loss for the Senators who moved to six and seven this year and they're now two and three in league play that comes five days after playing Damani ranch in on december 30th however that was not a league game so that one just counts for the overall record does not count for the league matchups so Damani and carson will play one more time that game will be in Damani, and it will count for the second league match 58 51 like i said final for Damani ranch over carson Damani Ranch now three and two in league play as well. So those two, I mean, that could be that could be a battle for a playoff spot next time around. We'll we'll see how things shape out. I know Damani also has a win over Douglas, so it may not work out quite quite that nicely. But definitely a Damani Ranch team that you know 
appears to be very competitive with the two two five A teams down down here being you know Northern Nevada, but Carson and Douglas being a little bit more south than all the other teams in Reno. Real quickly, we're going to toss it over to post game interview with Jordan Glover as well as Justin Moore and their thoughts on how it went and Justin Moore's adjustment to joining the team after starting the year on the JV team and then getting pulled up and really starting to find his own with the Senators. I guess to start with, what's kind of your, your reaction, obviously, the first half that you guys looked really good in the second half, maybe not so much. I mean, feel like one that just kind of got away. Yeah, we went at, uh, second half, we went away from our game plan, um, took some ill-advised shots that we really didn't take in the first half. Um, and so, you know, the first half, we executed our game plan, led them to single possession shot or single shot possessions. And in the second half, we gave up a handful of too many second chance points, offensive rebounds. They wanted it more than us in the second half. Yeah, and how much do you think that, uh, do you think them wanting more affected your as a shooting from the floor? Yeah, I think they made a, a good job with their adjustments defensively, being more intense. They, I think they were a little more lackadaisical in the first half, and in the second half they brought the intensity out more than we did, um, which got us a little bit more uncomfortable. We didn't stall, the, I guess hold the ball, or, or move with patience as we did in the first half, and so we were shooting the ball, turning it over, and they were going down and chipping away at our lead. Having played them five days ago, did you see anything you weren't expecting, or did they do anything that uh, you guys weren't expecting? No, you know, it's we got number 11 in foul trouble the way we wanted to, and he didn't play the entire third quarter, and they happened to play better. Um, you know, it was probably just one of those things, but that was our goal was to get him out of the game so maybe he, the guard can't hurt us. And he hurts us offensively and defensively. Uh, Justin, I'm Carter with the Nevada Appeal. You mind if I throw some questions your way as well? I want to start with this one at Jordan, and then I'll kind of swing it to you. Uh, obviously, you got some big minutes from from guys in the first half. I think Justin had six or eight points there in the first half. You know how important were, were those minutes there, uh, especially for you guys to get out to a, a double digit lead? Huge. Um, you know the the energy in the first quarter, of the first half, and getting almost everybody on the scorebook to start made everybody feel really, really good. We didn't have to rely on Sunshine. We didn't have to rely just on Parsa. We had Justin going in, getting boards. We had Justin going in, scoring and ones and, and getting to the free throw line. And so that was good to have a full, all five guys really executing on the offensive end. And, and things obviously changed. And Justin, do you, how have you felt like your role has grown here in the first you know, couple weeks of the season? Um, I felt like my role has grown because my teammates have had more confidence in me and they've just been like, helping me get around, telling me where to go, and really just the connection with the guys has helped me improve a lot. Uh, similar question to what I asked Jordan. I know you guys played him five days ago. For you personally, was there anything you kind of picked up on that uh, you thought helped uh, with your, you know, your, your uh, ins- interior presence tonight? Uh, nothing that really helped with my interior presence, just like the team's whole interior presence because we had more time in practice to work on scout, and we had, like, a lot of focus during those practice, and it really helped build up to give that momentum starting in the first half. Obviously, I'm sure you guys would have loved to come out with a different result, but for you, confidence-wise, where are you at knowing that you started the season on, on JV and are now getting you know significant minutes, if not starting, for Larson? Um, it feels great, but basketball is a team sport in the end-all, be-all, and just want to be a team player, and nice working my way up. Uh, for you personally, anything you're, you're trying to improve on the most? Um, probably just getting other people open more, being more like moving on offense rather than stagnant. And 
helping the team out. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to add while I got you? I'm just proud of how the guys played in the first half. and we got to stick to our game plan. We'll put four, four quarters together here soon. Yeah, and I guess while well, I got you, uh, just kind of talking about Justin's role, and how have you seen him grow in the first, you know, 13 games of the year, kind of the year, through 13 of them? 13 games and 100 practices. Justin improves every level. If there's 500 steps in our improvement, he takes one step every single practice. And I can't say that about every player, even though they bring their efforts. Justin has really grown, absorbed all of the lectures and the, and the learning moments and taking big moments from other kids when, he, when we're in foul trouble and he goes and steps up into a different role. No matter what role we give him, he excels in because he's an unselfish teammate. And I, I can't be more pleased to coach Justin Moore. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks. Well, thanks for the time, Jordan and Justin. That's going to do it for our Carson basketball coverage here this week. Like I said, they have a home game against Reed Thursday. They have a bye this Saturday. So only one more game this week for the Senators. Over to Douglas Boys Basketball, who have now won seven in a row after a big win over McQueen, 84-59 tonight. That being Tuesday, Tuesday. January 4th. I almost said July 4th. That it is not. Anyways, 84-59 win for Douglas over McQueen. They are now 8-4. and four. Like I said, that's seven straight wins for the Tigers. I don't have any stats at the moment, given that game just went final. But that comes after a two, two games just post-Christmas for the Tigers, where they beat Lowry 66-25, and then Wednesday, December 29th, topped Wooster 74-36. Cason Boggs was the leading scorer for the Tigers in both games. He had 15 against Lowry and then 23 points and four assists against Wooster. Chris Smalley back in action for the Tigers. He has been cleared to play. He had 12 points and six boards against Wooster. The Tigers had 19 assists as a team against the Colts. That is a recipe for success. You will win most games you play if you're gonna, 19 assists. I mean, that's 19 buckets. You can't get an assist if you don't score. So that is... Absolutely a recipe for success. They also shot 51% from the field in that win over Wooster. Forgot Chris Myers had nine points and a handful of steals in that 41-point win over Lowry as well. But when you add in another 25-point win against McQueen, Douglas looking very strong at the top of the 5A North. Obviously, they're up there with a couple other teams they haven't seen yet, but they will get to see them this week. little bit of a test this week for the Tigers. They go to Minogue Thursday and then host Spanish Springs on Saturday. So we will have a very good litmus test. Much better idea of where the Tigers stand after those two games. But right now, seven wins in a row, making everybody else in the North sweat. And now that's not to say the Douglas girls haven't been following suit. They've won six of seven themselves. They are now eight and three overall. Bear with me here as I run through a couple of results. On the 28th, they beat North Valley's 52-16. 29th, they lost to Spring Creek, a very good 3A team, who's now 10-1. They lost to Spring Creek 47-40. Turned around with a 48-43 win the next day, and then tonight, or last night, if you're listening Wednesday, beat McQueen 31-28 in a little bit of a defensive struggle. Obviously, you've heard me talk a lot about the Tiger defense so far this season. That doesn't seem to be an issue. I mean, you hold teams to 28 points. I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot here, but that's going to win you win you most games. And... Uh, Katrina Boudalone with seven. Zora Simpson with six. The two leading scorers for the Tigers tonight. Shout out Brian Mello for the quick quick stats tonight. But uh, yeah, it should be a very interesting week this week for the Tigers, knowing that they've got quite 
quite a couple of very solid tests in Minogue and Spanish Springs, and that will be both on the boys and girls side. And then, of course, next week, I gotta I gotta tease it. Next Friday being the fourteenth, Carson at Douglas. Best rivalry in sports. <laughs> I don't know if I'll go that far, but I can certainly get with the uh, best rivalry in Nevada. I'm not a prediction guy. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna give you a prediction because I know somebody will hold it against me. But if uh, anybody wants to use it as motivation, I think I think there are definitely two favorites in this game as of as of today. So we'll see how that one plays out. Once again, that is January 14th. We will have another episode where we will maybe break down that a little more as we get into things. But that's going to do it for episode seven here of Behind the Bench. Thanks again to Jeff Mulvahill and InstaImage.com. He was today's episode sponsor. Once again, you can find all my work online at NevadaAppeal.com or at TheRecordCourier.com. Excuse me, just RecordCourier.com. Leave out the the. You can also find Behind the Bench online through underneath our sports tab on either website. We also have a SoundCloud page, and I'm pretty sure we're coming to iTunes pretty soon. But uh, I'll just leave that teaser out there for now. Thanks again for listening to Episode 7, and we will catch you guys next week. (laughs) 